we have got a super interesting episode today because, I mean, grieving a pet, I, I understand. At, on surface level, it's like, okay, grief, got it. We've talked about that before. But like, the way people grieve pets is so entirely different, I think, than any other way that we grieve anything else. And if you've ever had a pet in your whole entire life, I'm kind of curious how you grieved the passing of yours or how you even think that you will or like what's the right way this is a i I promise you a super interesting episode of mental health monday coming up today hi my name's kramer and i am proud to admit that i am a mama's boy you're not just any mama's boy you're a certified mama's boy and this is the certified mama's boy podcast Hey, what's up? Welcome to this Monday edition of Certified Mama's Boy. This is our daily podcast that we do on the, today is the, what, the 6th of March. Uh, our podcast, by the way, has three principles. It's a live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. We're going to play a game called Will It Survive? It's a new game on our podcast. And how this works is I'm going to tell you a situation of something that uh, I I think I destroyed. And then we're going to play a game called Will It Survive? So um, I made the dumb decision. I was just moving fast this weekend and I made the stupid mistake. And I think we've all done this before. You go grab a load of laundry. Usually I check my pockets. I'm really because my... Uh Uh-oh to laundry when I was like 12 years old and like I've never gotten over it um, in my pocket so I've been always super anxious about it I um I have uh I was washing clothes this weekend and like all of a sudden I went to open the, the washer afterwards and I realized that I had left my keys and my wallet in my oh, pants pocket no. so here is today's edition of will it survive is you know I've got an electronic key on my key ring for my jeep Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, I don't know if that's going to survive <laughs> mm-hmm. going through the wash. So like what I have it done now is I have it all laid out. Like I opened it up, laid it out. You know, I probably should have done, done the old iPhone trick and put it in a bag of rice or something. But I was just like, let me open this up and let, leave it sitting out and see if I will like, if it actually survive the, the water damage. Mm-hmm. Anybody ever done this before? I'm sure somebody's been this before where you washed your damn key. I'm hoping somebody's done this before and then did it survive. Mm-hmm. Mom, will, do you have you done this before? And, and when will it, just your predictions of will it survive? Well, you know, I think it probably will um, because I'm sure that that's probably not an uncommon thing to happen. Yeah. Um, but d- does yours, ha- like my fob has a little key inside of it. I mean, I, I mean, the key I mean, will work. I'm not worried can, about. I'm not worried about that. that. So you're yes, not worried like, about not being able to to drive your car. I'll be able to get into my car. That I'm <laughs> that I'm it. not concerned about. Got my it. concern is, will I be able to use the it's electronic function yeah. Yeah. or or not? Yeah, I'm predicting it will. That's a, I, I think. Okay, so I think that we, you know, it, that would make logical sense that enough mm-hmm. dummies have gone through this enough <laughs> yes. where we have, and I hope so. I hope that there's enough dummies like me that like have washed their keys before. Um, I, I just don't know. Now I'm like, man, it's, it's a Jeep. It's rugged. People probably drop them in the, the pond the that they're driving through. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm hoping, I'm literally hoping that it does, but if I'm thinking logistically here, that it's just not plausible for it to it to be that way, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't mm-hmm. think that it, that you can put some electronic through the washing machine mm-hmm. and for it to come out the other side 
mm-hmm. being completely okay. Like, trust me, I literally like saw that and I was like, damn it. Mm-hmm. So we will. Um, How about everything will, in your wallet? I mean, I was just fine. That was just, no, I don't have good. any paper. It was all hard cards and everything. So that's not a big deal. Good. That's good. Uh, but well, the key survived. So expensive. Oh, I know. I know. Have to replace it. Oh, I hope not. I'm hoping mm-hmm. that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's our new game called "Will It Survive?" And I'll have to, <laughs> you, you can make your predictions, and I will update you on if it did. And if you did, by the way, if that was you, then I need to know um, <laughs> if, if you know how that actually worked. Um, so uh, yeah, let me know. Call me, text me, email me. Eight 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 Kramer eight or post on the certified fans page. That's my high point of anxiety for the weekend. Something mm-hmm. I found really interesting was how many people reached out to me after Friday's episode. And I wanted to go through some of these stories because I was shocked with how many people I was telling you that I was wondering if Kiki was trying to communicate with me from beyond the grave. In case you don't know, my dog passed away last week and I like weird things have been happening. Like I, th- I swear I hear her nails on the laminate floor, mm-hmm. you know? And then I also feel like, but I'm like, maybe I'm just being crazy. But then also mm-hmm. the, I think the weirder of the two is that I, I literally like stepped in a, in a, in a puddle and I was like, that's weird. Like <laughs> that's a bizarre thing to happen. And mm-hmm. then, um, I was like, because that typically, if you're wondering why that would be weird, like somewhat normal is because Kiki would pee and I'd have to clean it up. And so I was like, wait, I can't be pee though. Okay, he's not alive. Mm-hmm. I cleaned it up and it was water. It was definitely water. But I'm like, how did a spot of like water get over here? And like, it was like a pretty significant amount of water. I was like, how the world did that happen? Like bizarre, <laughs> bizarre. Um, I'll tell you a new one that happened this weekend before we read. Mom, were you able to get these responses? Yeah. Okay. Um, one of the weird things that happened this weekend, it started happening Friday, was all of a sudden my camera my home camera went off mm. like my, you know, like if you, if you have a home camera, like mm-hmm. it's like, Hey, there's, there's motion in your house. Mm-hmm. And this is during the radio show. And I was like, wait, what? And I, mm. I looked at the cameras, nobody there. Mm-hmm. And that happened like multiple times throughout the weekend where it's like, there's somebody, mm-hmm. there's somebody in your, in your living room. And mm-hmm. I look and there's nobody there. And I'm like, that's mm-hmm. again, I don't know. Is it Kiki? Is it not? Is it some other ghost? I don't know, but let's, I want to read some of your responses. I do find these stories interesting. We asked the question, a certified fan started talking about like their, their experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want to hear some of these. Yeah. So Carrie wrote, I am a huge skeptic. So when my husband was at the end of his days with cancer, we spoke about signs and I asked him what would be his clear sign that it was him. He told me it would be his favorite Brazilian music playing when I least expect it. A few weeks after his passing, me and my girls were in the car. We were listening to my music on CarPlay. Out of nowhere, his phone, which was not plugged in and in my center console, got connected and kicked mine off. We had never paired his phone to my car. Wow. And started playing his favorite Brazilian songs. I thought my oldest was playing a trick on me. Second was this was this Valentine's Day. It was a tough day for me since it was my first without him. When I was having a little breakdown, my Apple Music started playing his favorite Brazilian song. Damn. Note. I had canceled my Apple Music months before, and I had never downloaded that song. 
okay, see, like that, that kind of stuff is where I'm like, that's like what I'm waiting for. Like I'm waiting for Kiki to show up in the world's tiniest like ghost costume. You know what I mean? Like I'm waiting for, I'm waiting to like hear barking or something that's like so, like you can't, you hear that kind of story and you're like, there's no way. Yeah. Like those just don't make sense. There's yeah. no way that would make sense. Like everything else that's happened so far, like it can be, you know, the camera can just kind of be malfunctioning, whatever, right? Like, mm-hmm. but like you, like specifically, you went in and were like, you heard the songs, you had, had no reason to hear the songs. <laughs> and then they just started, like, that's, that's wild. That's a wild story. Okay. What else? Uh, Rachel Rose has a couple, one's for her and one's for her husband. My mom passed away in June 2021 from cancer less than three weeks before I had my first baby. I would dream a lot about trying to find my mom. We talked on the phone minimum once a day when she was still alive. And I dreamed she called me and I asked if that was really her. And she said yes. And I told her, but you're gone. She said, I know. God. And I asked her if she was okay where she was. And she said, yes, it's wonderful here. And we said our lo- I love yous to each other. I had dreams like that. Sorry, more often in the six months of my mom's passing. Also, I was in a horrible place because my mom was my best friend, and I know that was her way of checking in with me to tell me she's here. We are both spiritual people. I had one or two dreams about her last year. This year, nothing yet. Damn. Now, here's her husband's story. He is a very logical person and not spiritual or religious. We've been together for 18 years, and he still finds explanations for things. He always knew how obsessed me and my mom were with paranormal shows and psychic mediums. He laughs it off, and I would just say, I believe it when I see it. We were probably we were together for probably at least four to five years when we were in a really bad trap. We were in really bad traffic one day, and he said something so awful. He was super frustrated because we hadn't moved in like over an hour from the same spot, and he spat out, "Someone better have died." Uh, oh my God. God! I yelled at him, and I knew. Uh oh! I just watched. Hold on. Oh. oh God! My mom oh missed God, the screen. Everybody. It's Hang over. Hang on, I'm coming back. I promise. I promise. Um. <laughs> this is like 30 minutes. If this, if this sounds smooth, trust me. This is me editing it together. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to edit it together. Like this, this will take. Now I'm nervous. Oh no! This this comment's been hidden now. What uh, happened? How, how would you hide a comment? How I is that possible? No, I don't know. I don't know. Now you'll never know unless okay, you're Okay, we'll just move on to the next story. I know. This is, this is oh. trust me. This oh, is a. Uh, Rachel Rose, I'm sorry. Okay. Here's Christine's. My dad was in the Air Force and is buried at Fort Rosecrans in San Diego. Since the day he died, he sends me yellow rose petals. They will just appear from nowhere in my house. Wow, that's that's crazy. (laughs) On the sidewalk, in my coat pockets, in my car. He also makes fart noises (laughs) intermittently, or at the very least, that's who I blame. Oh, like wow. that's okay. Like that again, this is what makes me kind of sad is mm-hmm. that I'm like not going to be able to like, is Kiki just not there? Yeah. Like, I, I want know. like a, I want like a, a sure shot, like something. Yeah. That like, she's around, you know, like I really mm-hmm. want to know that like, she's with me. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like I, I feel like she is. And I think, I think I told you that the, the, the woman that, um, the dog, I don't want to call her dog psychic, but whatever, mm-hmm. um, was saying that, you know, she'll come back to you as a, uh, dragonfly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, so everyone looking like, where the, where's the dragonfly? I got to find a dragonfly. <laughs> like I'm like, f- like feverishly, like looking at, like, like staying up all hours of the day, like, like eyes glued to try to find a dragonfly. You're going um, to be sitting around one day and it's just going to fly up and sit on your I hand. I hope so. I found the other part of it. Okay. You all right. to finish it now? <laughs> yes. Okay. So remember that they were stuck in traffic and he said someone better have died. Right. Uh, Oh my God, he yelled at him and I knew he didn't mean it, but such a terrible thing to say. Anyways, as we passed by the accident, someone did die and it was a motorcycle accident. He recognized his friend's street bike on the ground. Yellow tarp, you know the horrific scene. Damn. He said that looks like Blank's bike was confirmed later through friends and family that it was, in fact, one of his close friends. A year or two later, he was working and was installing insulation in a lady's house who just had a bunch of neighbors and friends just hanging outside and around this lady's house. She was apparently a psychic. My husband didn't even talk to her much, but she went and found him and said, your friend, and she named him, on the other side, wants me to tell you he forgave you the minute you said it. And she proceeded to ask my husband if oh, he didn't fuck. mind telling her what he had said. He was dumbstruck and embarrassed, but told her, and after he told her the story, I know a huge weight was lifted from his shoulders. Mm. He carried so much guilt up until that chance meeting. Man, wow. this is this is like what I'm talking about. I just want to like, mm. I just need something like this. Like Kiki's still in the house, you know. Kiki's mm-hmm. something. I think those stories are like so amazing, so freaking amazing. So they thank are. you for sharing those. And I, I'll, I'll yes. tell you, I'm like, I'm looking out for it. It's not that I'm not looking for it. Like hopefully I'll, mm-hmm. you know, I'll run into it and mm-hmm. I'll be like, that's a clear sign, not just like a oh, there's some water on the floor, you know, or. Mm-hmm. Tiny, like I, the, the noise could have been something. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being too skeptical, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I want, yeah, I want that to happen. I want it to be like, oh my god, there's, you know, mm-hmm. I there opened she my refrigerator. Is. Her, her spirit. Yeah, like mm-hmm. uh, dog fur flew out at me or something. You know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Really quick, let's go over these really quick before I quote. Um, Uber Uber drivers share the five worst things that a passenger can do. Mm-hmm. You want to try to guess what these are? Hmm. Sit in the front seat. <laughs> no. My mom, was that you that tried to do that or my dad? That was me. That was so me. awkward. Uh, <laughs> number five is be rude. Don't be rude to people. Oh, obviously yeah. don't slam car doors. Don't be acting all crazy. Uh, number four is asking for extra stops. They hate that. Oh, like don't yeah. say, can we just go through the drive through or go to the convenience store? Like they don't like, they don't like doing that. Like, Mm-mm. no, 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 no. Um, this, this Uber driver said, uh, it's, it's such a hit of my pay if somebody wants to take 10, uh, 10 minutes at a gas station before I drop them off. Uh, not tipping. Not tipping oh. is obviously number three. Passengers Terrible. say they want to. They say um, Uber customers tip on 16% of, of 40 million trips, by the way. So wow. only about 16% of people actually do end up wow. tipping. Uh, number terrible. Number four is arriving late. Basically, um, you know get there and i'm i'm not great about that i always because i'm always like let me just call it now <laughs> and i'll make them wait number one is uh is no go zones like basically don't be like hey can you just drive down this dirt road or can we just you know mm. do you mind uh 
Like they're, they, or can you just stop in that no no stopping area really quick for me? <laughs> That's what Uber drivers are saying about your annoying ride. So, mm-hmm. all right, Mom, let's get to our quote for today. Okay, it's from Marcus Buckingham. Many of us feel stressed and overwhelmed not because we're taking on too much, but because too little of what strengthens us. So mm. it strengthens us, but too little of what strengthens us. I'm sorry. I feel so I, I think sometimes when we do get stressed out and, and we just have so much to do and too many things going on, maybe sometimes we ought to just pause and say, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, what, what am I really doing? Is this really worth my time? Yeah. Or is this something that really doesn't serve me? I think that just comes with like really taking a look at like your life. Mm-hmm. how many things do you do? And like, you don't even realize why you do it. That's what I, when I went through divorce, that was like the biggest thing for me is like, how many things do I just do? Mm-hmm. That's like when it came to like eating animals was like, listen, mm-hmm. this is not my vegan pitch for the day, but I was just like, <laughs> I just stopped and I was like, why? Like, why? Like, why do I eat animals? <laughs> I don't really know why I do. Mm-hmm. I just do. Um, yeah. And like, I, di- I didn't find that an acceptable answer mm-hmm. to be like the reason of why I do anything. Yeah. Exactly. You know, like if, if your answer is, I, well, that's just because how it, that's how it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. To me, that's just kind of scary. Pull back and say, why is it that way? I mean, trust um, me, it's a whole it lot easier. Way? It's a whole lot easier to not be that way. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but I just got to a point where I was like, how many things am I just doing to do? Yes. And that was really like a big thing for me. And maybe a big thing for you, too, is you're like, mm-hmm. you know, looking at your life, which is, you know. Crazy um, and chaotic, and yeah, absolutely. Hours in the day, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, today's podcast is brought to you by AG One. I started taking AG One because it was a. Uh, I was having like you know digestive issues. <laughs> uh, my regulatory system wasn't working great, so I started taking. I heard this this another podcast talking about it, and I wanted to to try it out, and uh, it was it has worked, and then some. Mm-hmm. It has kept me regular. <laughs> but then it's also worked on other things. It's just crazy because like my, my thing to say with AG1 is like try it. And then I like I, my um I had was late ordering another one and then I um so I had a couple of days where I wasn't taking it. I was like, yeah, I feel, I don't feel good. Mm-hmm. And that just shows you the difference of like how many things. It's, it's 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogen to start your day out right. And it's like the perfect ingredients for your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your recovery, your energy, your focus, your aging, literally all the things. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutrition. And it's just literally, it's a scoop every day. It's a scoop of... of of AG1 with water, a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for like a million different pills or supplements. Uh, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com. Again, that's athleticgreens.com. Oh, sorry. It's athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Make sure you put the slash Kramer at the end of it. That's important. Athleticgreens.com slash Kramer to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Also, we are happy this week to have our friends from Paired on the podcast. Mom, you've, you've used Paired before. You want to? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, Paired, by the way, is an app where you download it, you partner downloads it, you pair it together, and every day Paired gives you questions, quizzes, and games to have fun and stay connected and even deepen your conversations. Mom, what did you what did you learn in by using Paired? What was your your biggest takeaways, or what did you enjoy uh, about it? I learned a lot about Jimmy Mack when he was a kid. I didn't know he was such a hoodlum. 
<laughs> wild I didn't child. know he used to drink when he was 12 and Damn. hang out in the parking lots and smoke cigarettes. And who <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy? He was the kind of guy I would have nothing to do with. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's crazy. They do again with these questions and games and quizzes. It's just a fun way for you to connect, and it's important. You know, it's important for you to like stay connected with your partner, even if you live in the same house. You don't necessarily stay connected every day. So, whether you've had just a few dates or you've been on uh, you know together for a long time, it's time to lighten the mood and have fun with your partner by using Paired. Head to Paired.com slash Kramer to get a seven-day free trial and 25% off if you sign up for a subscription. Just head to P-A-I-R-E-D.com slash Kramer to sign up today. Connect with your partner every day using Paired. A happier relationship starts here. All righty. Certified fans, thank you so much for supporting our podcast. Really appreciate you. These are people that can contribute a few bucks a month at $6, and it's a massive money. You're like, what's what's $6 going to buy you? Oh, well alone if we if we had one certified fan we'd be in trouble um but you know with enough of you guys connecting and willing to sponsor the show it's a massive difference it makes a difference between us being able to produce this podcast on a daily basis and or even, honestly in general like we just it's expensive everyone's like oh podcast this podcast and no, like honestly y'all podcasting is it's expensive. I mean, it's not like super. I'm not. I'm not running like Coca Cola over here, but <laughs> I don't know that I'd be able just to drop a couple thousand dollars a month to like produce this thing up. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, if you join, you do get a bunch of perks, uh, but little extras for the show, some benefits, some discounts, some bonus features, and uh, the certified fans Facebook page. You get a whole episode dedicated to you. And uh, we actually do have a new certified fan today that we want to welcome on. Fantastic. All the way from Tijuana, Mexico, which that's wow. awesome. I don't think you're the first person from Tijuana, but mm. you might be. I don't nice. know if you're – I'll have to do some searching, but I don't know if you're the only person from Tijuana or not. Mm. Um, but this is Myra V. Myra V. Hi, okay. Myra. Myra is our newest Myra? certified fan. She's number 463, all the way from Mexico, okay. which is amazing. Thing. Love that. Now we can consider international. Um, we can consider ourselves an international podcast. And remember, we had that girl for a while. I don't think I don't know if she listens to any. And if you do, let me know. Um, the girl, where was she from? Denmark, Sweden, something like that. She found oh, the yeah. podcast. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Myra's in Mexico. She's our maybe our first Mexico certified fan. But um, Myra, it's so happy to have you here. Thank you for, for, for sponsoring our show. We really appreciate you. And uh, let's dedicate the show to Myra. Give her a whoop, okay. whoop, whoop, whoop to Myra V from Mexico. So happy you're here. Absolutely. And if you would like to support our podcast and become our li- – we just need one more certified fan, y'all. On the sixth day, literally one person <laughs> this month, we're done. I want her actually the rest of the month, I promise. So awesome. Just text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8 or go to the show notes and you can find out more over there. Okay, mom, that is going to do it for you today. I love you. Mm-hmm. Love you forever, honey. All right, let's do Mental Health Monday. This is our, our weekly mental health segment that we do every single Monday with my friend who is also a therapist in San Diego. Her name is Leah Aguirre. Before we, uh, before we started this segment, Leah was telling me how, how much she loved having her dog that was currently with her. Okay. Um, not, not <laughs> she was bragging about how her, her dog is so alive. <laughs> that must be nice. <laughs> Sometimes you have to laugh through it, right, Leah? Like, can we just accept? I I just, I, I I'm sure you know how this is when you had, you know, when Kiki, you just like, you just stare in at them, and you're just like 
how did I get so lucky to have yes. this? I like, know. why did you come into my life, you perfect creature? Yes, I, I know exactly that. that feeling. It's so bizarre. I know. You uh, just get stared are... to their eyes and their soul for hours. Yeah. Like, why can't we just be in love with dogs? Like, think how, think how solid relationships would be if you could be, like, married to a dog. My friends call me Dog Leah um, because, <laughs> well, like, one of my close friends, her partner's Leah. So, like, they call me Dog Leah because I'm obsessed. And yeah. I just like, I really do like, I'll like stop a dog in its tracks and say to the owner, like, you have such a handsome dog. Like, oh, what? Yeah. I am so gung ho. And I'm like, it's sincere. And I'm like, he's just the handsomest. <laughs> okay. Now and it's getting creepy. I know. <laughs> now, now I just appreciate like a good looking sweet dog. I love it. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fine piece of dog right there. <laughs> <laughs> They make me so happy. Well, I know. But that's why we got to talk about this because the dog grieving is the hot topic in my life right now. Mm -hmm. And we started talking about this, about like grieving a pet is such an interesting process. I think that we grieve things in different ways, right? Like the, the grieving of a somewhat a human dying is kind of treated differently than the grieving of a relationship ending, mm-hmm. which now I think what we're realizing is also very different than the way that you grieve a pet, right? Yeah. Um, Leah, first off, what do you, when it comes to, let's just talk about grieving pets in general. What, how does that process look? Does that, does that really, does the grieving process for a human and a pet look any different before we get into our discussion about how to make it better? Is it different? Like, I don't know if, if there's like, d- d- well, I think grief in general is similar. It's like, and this is, um, so there is, a, oh God, and I'm going to just butcher it. I forget his name. Um, but there's this grief guy who's an expert on grief and he, his, um, his whole, he has, I mean, a lot of great talking points, but what he always says is where there is love, there is grief. Right. And so it's some, it's, it's unfair to assume we'll just we'll move beyond grief at all. Like, like completely. I think people think you'll just get over it. Oh, there'll be this time in your life where everything makes sense again. Everything's fine. And not to say you'll be just as hurt and mourning just as hard, but that it's something that we just live with. It it just gets easier to manage over time. I think that what I've seen from everyone's (laughs) stories, obviously a lot of people reach out to me with their, with how it's, you know, grieving of a pet. I think most people have been through it at this point. Like everyone's grieving process is also a little bit different. Like some yeah. people, you know, like I, I talked to a guy at work and he was like, yeah, it was a, it was a sad three days. And then like, I talked to some people, they're like, I lost my pet 10 years ago and like, I'm still not really over it yet. Yeah. Um, is I that, a, uh-huh. is that normal? I had a coworker too, who was like, I'm never going to get like their cat had passed. And they were like, I'm never going to get a cat ever, like a pet ever again. Right, and they're they were just so devastated that the solution was I'm never going to put myself in a position to get hurt, and I mean to each their own, right? Like you got to do what you got to do, and I think I think everyone does handle it differently. I think a lot of it has to do with how you were brought up and how you were raised, and like how your family handled grief, how people around you handled grief, and so it's there's really no right way. I think we've talked about grief generally before, but there really is no right way to grieve. There's because just everyone does it differently. Like you and I were talking about this, that some people will buy a pet immediately, like the day of or the next day or the week, the week following that they lost their their pet. And my family did that. We with our first family dog, when she passed away, we got our second dog like within two weeks. Right. And that seemed fast for a lot of people. 
for us, it was like our way to cope. We were like, we need like those, I don't know, like you and I, we haven't talked too much since Kiki's actually passed. Well, like even when I don't have Lucy around, sometimes I let like leave her at my parents if I'm traveling and I'll wait a couple of days before I pick, I'm able to pick her up right. or something. And I don't hear her little paws on the, on the wood. I don't hear like her chain and I'm just so used to our routine and seeing her everywhere. I, I can't imagine not having a dog for a significant amount of time after she passes, even when that's going to be the most devastating loss to me. Right. So I know myself and I have a feeling there will be very little delay between her passing and me getting another dog. And that's, that's how this conversation kind of started when we were kind of brainstorming topics was like, she, you know, Leah asked me, will you be getting another dog? And my answer is like, not for a minute, like not uh, like, do I miss Kiki? Yes. Now here's my question too, because you know, is there such thing as like a healthy way to handle it? Like, do we think that going out and immediately getting another pet is the solution or is that just, let me, I'll put it into another term, right? Uh, as someone now that's been through divorce, yeah. I know that the easy path <laughs> would have been just to go out, find another partner, mm-hmm. you know, the next, and some people do that, you know, all of a sudden they go from, you know, a 10 year, 20 year marriage, and then they're dating somebody else in a month. Right. Right. Um, and they're married again three months later and they're back into the old swing of things. Right. I don't personally now in hindsight, think that's the best way to do it because there's so many things you have to grieve to not bring it into like the new relationship. Now I realize that you're not you're like, <laughs> if you want to compare your old dog to your new dog, that won't really be much trauma placed on to your dog. Um, <laughs> but I'm just wondering if that's allowing enough time. I mean, my fear would be that like, it sounds like if you were to go out and get another pet immediately, you're kind of just taking away a natural process that we all need to do, which is to grieve. But I think I would still grieve either way. I don't, and I've had clients that get a dog shortly after and they're like, this is not my dog. This is not, you know, like for me, like, it wouldn't be Lucy the next dog I get. That right, would not, right. It would not be because she's my first dog I've ever had myself that I've raised that I've like, I'm very much bonded to her and it will never be Lucy. So I don't think that replaces the grief. I think it makes, I think with dogs, I think it eases it a little bit. It gives you a distraction. It's another bond you're forming. It's a, cause dogs are companions, right? It's, they're less, our relationships with them are less complicated than relationships with humans. So right. I, don't, I think that's a thing that's a little different. Like, it's not like she's my partner and I'm replacing, you know, this partnership. It's like, she's a companion and keeps me feeling like safe and she makes me happy just by existing. <laughs> and well, like, I was going to say too, like, for example, let's say that, and, and, and this is, I don't want to use this. I probably should say trigger warning up front. Um, but obviously like if you lost a child, mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't assume that the healthiest thing to do would be to go out and adopt one the next day. Right. I would agree. Right. But I think that's the thing is I think everyone agrees differently. And I do think relationships with humans are more complex and layered and there's a lot more to them than with animals. But I, but I don't think again, getting another dog or pet immediately after is going to like, like completely rid you of the grief. I don't think that is. So I think if that's the, the belief that this dog is going to be, is going to change everything, this new dog, I think you're fooling yourself because there will still be grief. That new dog will not be your old dog. Right. And I've had a lot of, um, 
you know, I've dealt with that with clients and then with friends, but it's interesting too, because sometimes they'll get the same breed and they're like, it's still not, you know, like it's I still know. not and like, buddy. That's my and I'm fear. like, well, of course it's not buddy. Like you're just because you got another, you know, yellow lab doesn't make it the same dog. Like you, you bonded to that dog. You, you became familiar with one another. It became part of your family. Like, so it's, I, I do think sometimes there's, it's maybe a little bit of denial. Like it'll be this almost the same thing. And then you realize, Oh, this is still not buddy. For example, it's just still not this dog. My, right. my original like ride or die. So I do think when you're making the decision to get a new dog, it is important to be mindful. It's not going to replace the dog you have. And there's still going to be grief most likely. So, I mean, is that <laughs> again, I guess I go back to the original question. If you were to sit there and say, Cause that's what I think. I think that if I were to get another dog right now, I'd kind of be like, I mean, it's just not kiki. It's just not kiki. Mm-hmm. I mean, is that, but I think it's your preference. So you don't get, nobody's telling you to get a dog right away. You are. <laughs> the social pressure is high. <laughs> no, I said I would get a dog. I know yeah, yeah, myself yeah. and I will right. be getting a dog probably not the next day, but within the month I can, I can guarantee it. Right. And I mean, me. I'll try really hard. It'd be one of those things where, I mean, logistically, there might be things that delay it, but I know for me, my impulse would be to get another pet shortly after and not to replace her. I think I'm just a dog person. I love having them around. They really just, their existence make me happy. (laughs) Well, of course. Well, how about this? What about, what do you think about like for the family aspect? Do you feel like if you had kids, is that? Um, I think that would be something different. um, And I have to take that into consideration. I think that's a good point. And again, my family moved immediately onto the next dog and we all were on board. I think actually my brother may have not been on board potentially, or or maybe my dad. I know me and my mom were really soaked to get another dog. Right. I, I think I think you're right. I think when there are more than one person involved, you do have to consider the other person and where they're at. And it's not fair to just dive into a new a new pet. Right. I've got. I had literally had a friend one time that told me that like they're like what happened the 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 day the dog died they literally went to the shelter and got another one like the, the day like the day. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I could do that ever. Yeah. It's not yeah. a carton of milk. Like it's not something that's like <laughs> this is out. But again, it's. Uh, it's an interesting topic, I think, and we can actually talk about this on the certified fans page. I'm kind of curious how you handle your pet grief, because again, I've seen so everyone's been very willing to like share their stories. And it's been really interesting to hear the way that it's all been dealt with. So if you're a certified fan, we'll start that conversation over on the page. Everyone go support Leah. She's a great therapist and a great person. And, uh, Leah, how do we get in touch with you? You can find me on Instagram at her true empowerment. And I link all of my, all of the things. So my website, my blog posts, link to my book. So find me on Instagram at her true empowerment. So check it out. So check it out. Listen, I, if anybody understands the, what it feels like to get comments on your appearance, it's this guy right here. I mean, growing up, that was really it. I mean, it was literally all just, you're too heavy. You're too this. You're, you know, you're, you're fat. You're, I remember one time, this is true. Like a, um, I had, I think it was a quarter and I don't first whatever, or maybe it was a I don't remember. For some reason, I like made a mark on my forehead. And I, I asked a guy next to me, I said, Is do I have a mark on my head? And he goes, Yeah, stretch mark. And like I just things like that, I just always I don't know. So I trust me, I get it. Like when <laughs> when anyone's ever made the comments about like your appearance, it's not good. And I know that you, you know, you 
you, you hear things like this for so long and you start to like want to work on stuff. Um, and I know that, that, that maybe something you're trying to feel better about is your skin. I know a lot of people suffer with that, with like bad skin or even stuff that's happened later on in life when it comes to your skin. I want to introduce you to Apostrophe. Apostrophe is an online platform that connects you with an expert dermatology team that gets you customized acne treatment for your unique skin. And through Apostrophe, you can get access to either oral or topical medications to help you uh, use clinically proven ingredients to help clear up your acne. And so all you got to do is fill out like a, su- a simple online consultation <clears throat> and uh, you'll f- talk about your skin goals, your medical history, and you'll snap a couple selfies. And then a board certified dermatologist is going to help you create your initial customized treatment plan. And Apostrophe offers access to prescription treatments as well of all types of acne from hormonal acne and facial acne, even butt and chest and uh, back acne, whatever you're dealing with, they got it. So, Whatever, like, you know, the reason I started talking with them is I want, I just want a better looking skin as I'm heading towards 40, right? And so that's really what we're working on. And whatever your goal is, like, they'll be able to help you get what you need. They'll help you be able to reach your, your goals when it comes to your skin. A special deal for you, you get your first visit for $5 at apostrophe.com slash Kramer when you use the code Kramer. That is apostrophe.com slash Kramer. It's a savings of $15. This code, by the way, only available to you because you listen to this podcast. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash Kramer and click get started and then use the code Kramer at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. Also, today's episode brought to you by Care Up, which is an awesome subscription service for your, um, your supplements, your vitamins, your powders sent conveniently to your door every single month. And everybody's different, right? We all get different health goals and our bodies are different. What we need is completely different. And that's why Care-Up is here to make it easier than ever to stick to your vitamin routine, personally tailored to you every single day. It really has been so easy. Like all you have to do, honestly, is you go on, you take a simple intake quiz, I guess you would call. And when you take it, it the little will, start, will make recommendations for you. Doctor backed recommendation, by the way, and it takes a guesswork out of what supplements are best for you. And like, I changed mine up from time to time. Like, I was taking a vegan um, uh, protein powder for a minute. Uh, now that I'm not doing as much working out, I'm not taking that. It's just, it's just as your life changes, they'll, you know, it will your supplements might change as well. And you see, as you age, like things change, your body needs different things, right? And they, they put these individual daily packs and all you have to do literally is just put that bag. You, know, you, can, you can take it every morning. You can put it in your bag if you're going to travel. Um, it makes it super easy. And you're in control of it too. They're going to give you recommendations, but you're in control of like what supplements you want to take. And they ship them to you every single month. So it gets super easy. You can get 50% off your first care of order. I really hope you'll think about this. If you're trying to get healthier, like I hope you'll like think about really doing this uh, and, and taking, you know, try the first month and see how you feel about it. For 50% off your first order, go to TakeCareOf.com. Enter the code Kramer50. It's TakeCareOf.com. Promo code is Kramer50. All right. I love you so much. Thank you so much for being a part of our show today. Very grateful. I Honestly, I just got back. So we recorded today's episode in different parts. I just got back from breath work again tonight. And like I am. We'll have to talk about it later this week. I don't even really know what to do with it, but, um, man, healing is hard, man. It's hard. I see why people don't do it. (laughs) I just wish I didn't. I wish I just went back to my normal life. Ugh. All right. Love you so much. 
I promise you I do. You're one of my favorite people on the planet you are. And uh, we'll do this again tomorrow. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.